Hello and welcome to the Adventure Games Podcast. My name is Shorsha Dunbar and I'm your host. Hello and welcome to this very special bonus episode of the Adventure Games Podcast. Uh, I hope everyone is well. Now, as some of you might know, on September 8, 2022... Uh, Francisco Gonzalez uh, very kindly agreed to uh, exclusively reveal the voice cast for Rosewater on our YouTube channel. This was live and a few people joined us. Um, it really was an astonishing voice cast uh, that he revealed. Uh, it's not exclusive anymore. He's been revealing it, of course, but um, in case people weren't able to join us the video is still up there i would encourage people to watch the video because francisco had a really nice uh slide and really nice well presentation you can see the pictures of the voice actors um but in case you prefer audio it's also going to be up now as an audio and um because you couldn't join us so uh so yes and it really is an astonishing voice cast i can't wait to play it can't wait to hear it and uh yeah without further ado here is the uh the voice cast announcement uh, from Francisco, so please enjoy. And we're live, I think. <laughs> Hooray! Whew, there was a Somewhere little chat. Say something. <laughs> there was a uh, yeah, little. There's always some sort of hitch whenever I try and go live at the beginning. Thankfully, I've managed to get through them all. I um, see. We're but here. yes. Live. We're there. Uh, hello, everyone. Hello to the chat. Yes. Uh, hello. Well, Joshua, Kinney Games, uh, Kieran, Grundislav. Hello, Grundislav Games. Oh, hello. <laughs> Michael, Ambrosine, uh, just pickled up. I'm sorry if uh, if I don't get to everyone because this is more people than we've ever had live on the podcast. Oh, I'm, I'm so honored to, to have such a lovely turnout. Thank you all for coming. Yeah. It's worth it for you. <laughs> I'm sure it's right now. I'm voicing everybody. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) And the the end. That would be the biggest troll ever. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, we we were just talking off air about some of the reactions returned from a minority return monkey. That would be nothing compared to her people. I don't think so. Now, you're a good voice actor. Uh, (laughs) And uh, (laughs) hello, Amy. Hello, Chris. At great Anedmundo Ruiz. Um, oh, hello. Uh, now, anyway, if I, if I don't get to everybody, I do apologize. Uh, but what uh, what we will do is because first of all, uh, to kind of wait for people to join us and build up a little bit of suspense, we're going to play a trailer very shortly. We're going to have a quick recap of the story and maybe one or two of the characters. Hmm. Uh, then you will be uh, Tarius Francisco about uh, how you manage to get to with these actors. We'll be talking a little bit about. Because uh, a bit different this time with the SAG union. Yes, yes. Um, and then we will have the official voice cut. I don't know, by the way. Francisco offered to tell me before. I said, no, I want to be in, su- in suspense as well. So uh, I'm with you guys watching. I am in Captain Suspense. So um, so hello, Amy, as well, and Matthew. Um, and thank you, Amy, for, for spreading the link around. Yes, thank you. Uh, so what I was going to say is if people have any guesses about which voice actors will be announced 
uh, and or which adventure games they've appeared in. Because I believe you said, Francisco, that... I, I did tweet about which adventure games. Oh, did he? Okay. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but if you do have any any guesses, feel free to be free to put them in the chat, and we shall see if you're if you're right or now. As I said, I don't know myself, so I'm the one in suspense as well. Uh, anyway, just to recap, uh, I noticed about a year ago that you uh, released an announcement trailer. Uh, shall we um, yes. shall we play that trailer? I will try and play this. I'm going to try and play the video. <laughs> Let's do uh, it. So, yeah. And one second. <laughs> yeah, one this, this is. Uh, oh man, this is. Uh, Okay, so try. Yes, as you can see, this is very professional. <laughs> see, this is people now know how how just how much editing goes into the podcast. Oh, hey, at least you do editing. I've yeah, never edited the Blue Cup Tools podcast. <laughs> well, not a whole lot, but I mean, mostly it's Laura who edits. But yes, I finally have um, have the trailer. So, are you ready? Would you like to watch it, Francisco? Of your eight hundred. <laughs> so now would be the 801st time all right go on then <laughs> tell me what is it you want out of life fortune glory the thrill of adventure i'm offering you a chance at all three you just need to do me one small favor something of a reputation, you know? Clever, resourceful, maybe a little dangerous. I do hope that's accurate. The path won't be straightforward. You'll encounter obstacles along the way, perhaps even some other dangerous people. You'll need some help, but I assure you the rewards far outweigh the risks. You will be richer than you ever thought possible, if you can deliver. in touch so coming 2021 <laughs> uh, uh, those, those innocent halcyon pre-pandemic days although i would say even if the pandemic had not occurred i probably would still be working on the game now because i i grossly underestimated how much time it would take me to make i thought i could make a game double the resolution of lamplight city in less time so, well, uh, I mean, I think you could say that about everything that it takes yeah. longer than yeah. uh, that we take. You know, I take, you know, hey, how long will it take me to edit the, pod the podcast? Half an hour, five hours later. Yeah. <laughs> everything always takes or two just times everything could be work in my day job. Uh, tell my boss, yeah, in half an hour, it'll be ready. And then, oh, two hours later. Yeah, no, another half an hour. <laughs> but uh, so that was a trailer. Yeah. Uh, now, Edmundo Ruiz Ganem, apologies if I got the name wrong. Um, he said, is the narrator of this trader cast in the final game? Well, we shall find out probably. Find out, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. So anyway, as I said, we'll just have a quick recap. Yes. Uh, first of all, hello, Francisco. I don't, don't know if I even said hello to you in recording. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. Hello, <laughs> the, how are you? 
I'm I'm very good. Uh, it's been a the last time we met was um, when the world was a very different place back in 2019. Those innocent days. Yeah, that was the last time I've been out of the country since the pandemic started. That trip to that post Adventure X trip to Dublin. Yeah, which was really nice. And yeah. uh, to with met up with you and Jess in a in a pub in Ireland. Yep. And uh, we said, yeah, see you next year at Adventure yeah, X. See you next year. Uh, uh, and uh, well, you were very kind enough to show me as well at Narrowscope again back in 2019, a very yes. early version of Rosewater. Yes. And um, <laughs> but e- even though it was very early, I could still get a sense of what you were going for. I could still get a sense of like, oh, this looks good. You know, this looks like it. It'd be good. And I think I mentioned that to you. So very quickly then, I'll move it on to you. So could you give us a quick recap maybe of the uh, of the plot or where we are sure. in Rosewater? Sure. So for those of you who have been following Rosewater but have forgotten because it's been so long or <laughs> haven't thought about it or don't know about it. So Rosewater is a Western adventure. It's set in the same alternate history as Lamplight City, which is to say it is the United States. uh, It is not the United States of America, but rather the Commonwealth of Vespuccia. And Lamplight's, or Lamplight's, well, yes, Lamplight City was set on the East Coast on Lamplight City in in the city of New Britannia, which was like a mix of London and New York and New Orleans, and it was a detective game. Rosewater is an adventure game in the sense of like Indiana Jones and the fate of Atlantis or like Uncharted or something where you're going on an actual adventure and you play as Harley Legere, who is the sister of Bill Legere, who is the dead partner from Lamplight City. And she has come to the small town of Rosewater intending to get a job as a journalist at the local paper. And she's quickly given an assignment to interview a local Western legend named Gentleman Jake Ackerman. Um, and as she does that, she gets involved in this plot, well, a hunt rather, a treasure hunt to go find a missing fortune. And so she joins up with Jake and his assistant, Danny, and they soon meet up with a few other characters who you can see behind Shorsh's head there. Uh, <laughs> we've got Harley there on the top, and then uh, clockwise around, we've got Nadine Redbird, we've got uh, Jake Ackerman, we've got Lola Johnston, we've got Danny Lowe, and we've got uh, Phil Marquez, and that's our our posse, and they go off in search of this missing fortune, and hijinks ensue, and the main the, the main part of the gameplay is basically the the treasure hunt, but also uh, as you go on the journey and you encounter different you know, situations and storylets and things like that. Your companions um, are obviously part of the story and the way that you interact with them and how you treat them and who you prefer or, or, you know, stuff like that affects your relationships with them. And that also determines some of the trajectory of the story. So for example, in like act two, uh, which is the journey part, um, there's like little companion specific encounters or excursions and which one there's there's two per companion two possible ones per companion and which one you get depends on what your relationship is with the companion at that time so like if you have a lower relationship you'll get one if you have a higher relationship you'll get another so there's some replayability there and uh yeah so you basically you know you can if the, the thing there is that I'm very aware that when when as a designer when you create characters you want everybody to love them you want everybody to love all the characters, but realistically, you have to 
realize that not everyone will. So I'm giving the player the opportunity to, you know, if they do love everyone, great. You know, you can be nice to everyone. But if there's one person that rubs you the wrong way, go ahead and be a jerk. It doesn't, you know, <laughs> it's fine. You don't have to like everybody. If you don't like somebody, you don't like them. And then, you know, you'll see what the consequences are of that. And then if you want to play again and try something new, you'll get a different experience. So, so yeah, that's the long-winded answer. Yeah, no, it gets sounds fantastic. As you said, it's been... Uh, I mean, the company has been a few years now, so it's always great. That's also part of the reason why it's taken so long, because there's a lot of content. There's a lot of optional content. Yeah, no, it's, uh, I mean, I would, um, what I always tell developers when I speak with them is, you know, to, you know, take your time when making the game because we don't want like a cyberpunk 2077 situation where Funny you mentioned that game. Oh, oh, again, I have no idea who the characters are. I better not uh, be disrespectful to any. I better not say, wow, this voice. No, actor no, I'm not, is, well, I know, I know. But uh, well, this voice, the voice acting in Cyberpunk was terrible. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> I'm kidding, kidding. I am joking. No, but to what I say is to take your time. Uh, to um, you know, as long as it takes to to make a game, and I think it's better to spe- take a few years, um, you know, just to make it as good as possible. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah, and uh, I mean, you know, there's there's the there's the luxury of being able to take that long, right? <laughs> you know, like with Lamplight City, I was in the situation where I was like, I need to get this game out and earning money because. <laughs> The noose is tightening financially. So, but thankfully, Lamplight City has done well enough that I haven't encountered that quite yet. But it's definitely, I'm definitely inching closer to that territory, which is why I want to uh, get this game out sooner rather than later. Also, Amy says that she has done a naughty thing. What's the naughty thing? Yeah, I'm just reading that and (laughs) I'm very curious now. (laughs) Amy, you might know where Summer B on social media. She's, uh, I think a great supporter of uh, of adventure games in, in general. You probably see her lots. So, uh, but yeah, Amy, if if you want to read, Amy, if you can tell us in private or not tell us at all. But um, yeah, so again, hello to you people. We have not revealed the voice cast uh, yet. We are going to get there very shortly. But uh, Francisco has just given a quick recap of some of the characters and the story, which we'll find out more about soon. And now again. The last thing before we get to the actual voice cast, yeah. uh, you um, you also mentioned in your newsletter that yes. uh, this time you went a bit differently because the 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 voice cast in all your games has always been very re- like really really good. Lamplight City, Shared Light, and even back to the Ben Jordan days, uh, <laughs> they were they were genuinely of a, of a very high quality. So. Thanks. Thank you. Um, so, but this time you mentioned that you went, uh, you mentioned SAG, like it's a union. So could you explain yes. to us what that is, what that means for the game? And yes. uh, yeah, then we can go on to the, to the voicast. Uh, hello, Absolutely. Kita. Absolutely. I would, I would be happy to, uh, to say that. I'm sorry. I'm, I was just looking at the, I was stalling because I was looking at the chat. Um, yeah. So basically, uh, and and yes, thank you for very kindly saying that the quality of the voice acting has been high in my genuinely. Place. I'm not just saying it because you're no. here, but yes, that is an important thing to keep in mind because I want to make a very important distinction that just because uh, this particular game is a union game, it is not any sort of implication that non-union voice talent is not as mm. good, or I don't want to give that false impression. So just just want to lay that out on the line, first of all. 
So basically, uh, a very quick primer on what this means is, so here in the United States, um, we have a union for film and uh, television and voice actors called the Screen Actors Guild, uh, SAG-AFTRA, which is the Screen Actors Guild-American Film and the Theater and Radio uh, Association, I believe. Basically what it is, is it's, it's a union for actors. It basically, uh, you know, it deals with making sure that actors get paid fair amounts. It, it makes sure that they're taken care of with regards to like health insurance and things like that. So when you have things like video games, you have union projects and you have non-union projects. And non-union basically means, you know, like I've done, you know, I'm making a video game. I want to cast a voice actor. They're not in the union. So basically what that means is I can pay them whatever I want and it's up to them whether they accept it. And there's no regulation on do I, I don't necessarily, there's no rule saying that I have to pay everybody the same amount. You know, I can pay Joe Schmo 50 bucks an hour. I can pay Jane Doe a hundred dollars an hour. Right. And, you know, I, I personally would not do that. I like to, you know, keep it fair, but you know, there, there's definitely potential for that to happen. Um, so, uh, yeah, so basically what the union is, is it, it basically means that you get paid a fair amount. And, you know, the idea is you join the union once you've had you've gotten some experience. And there's, I don't want to say the caliber of jobs is different, but there are definitely, definitely there's more the work you've heard of is probably union is <laughs> basically so like triple a games and stuff are usually union and like the big voice actors the famous voice actors tend to be union because you know why wouldn't you want to work for a guaranteed rate and and whatnot now the thing is that union obviously union rates are higher so for an indie dev that usually means it's not affordable but Recently, within the past couple of years, um, there has been a new agreement called the Low Budget Video Game Agreement, which was um, put together by several voice actors in the union, including one who is in the game, actually two who are in the game. And basically what that was, was a lower rate, which was intended to be more affordable for indies. Now, I started looking into this in 2020, um, and at the time, I... I real I, you know I thought well let's see let's see if I can do this because you know the the budget for the voiceover budget for Lamplight City was was ten thousand dollars that was you know paying the voice actors I believe it was either one hundred and fifty or two hundred I think it was two hundred two hundred dollars per two hour session so essentially a hundred dollars per hour um, but that also factored in studio rental costs I mean the the ten thousand dollars also factored in studio rental costs and um the fee for the casting director so it really was more like five thousand dollars or so or six thousand dollars for the uh for the, the uh, actors themselves right so sorry i'm i'm looking i'm just catching up on the chat real quick uh yeah, yeah summer uh no dave gilbert will not be involved in voice directing for rosewater <laughs> he did not direct lamplight city i directed lamplight city and i'm yeah, she... directing rosewater as well hey we'll, so um... we'll give you the credit <laughs> <laughs> right no so... I, I can understand because i know dave gilbert uh and you work together on previous games so that's why yes. people might think that but for yeah, lamplight he, does city... voice, 
he does yeah. voice directing for for other, other games as well. Yeah, but I'm very I'm very selfish and I like to direct <laughs> my own games because it's fun. That's the most fun part is working. Yeah. With so anyway, um, so I looked into the possibility of making that budget work for union actors, but unfortunately, it was out of the price range because of the cost of the actors plus the cost of the studio, it was still too much. So I, st I spoke with the union representative and I was like, well, is there any way we could make like a super low budget agreement? <laughs> because here's the thing, the low budget video game agreement, in order to qualify for it, your budget cannot exceed $1.5 million. And I was like, that is not a problem at all. My <laughs> game's budget is not gonna be $1.5 million. 1.4, so, maybe 1.49. <laughs> no, not even close to that, not even, not even. So anyway, um, so I was like, yeah, you know, there's, there is an ultra low budget agreement or an ultra low budget agreement for film, but there isn't one for video games. So basically, long story short, they said that they were willing to negotiate on a contract by contract basis, but they weren't willing to go to do another tier, obviously, because they didn't want, they wanted to avoid the race to the bottom thing, mm. which was understandable. And I was like, okay, that's fair. Like maybe we can try negotiating, but it's still out of my price range. And then COVID happened. <laughs> and the one, I guess, positive of COVID is that it completely changed the landscape of voiceovers in the sense that pretty much every voice actor realized that they needed to get a home studio. And in doing so, it cut out the cost of studio rental, which lowered the cost significantly. And so I redid the math and realized that to get a decent number of actors so that you know you didn't have each person playing 20 characters and have everyone sound the same i would be able to do it but with a slightly higher budget so i was like well i can i could negotiate or i could ask my publisher to up the vo budget by about five thousand dollars so i was like can we up the vo budget and he was like sure so i was like okay great we're doing this <laughs> so so that was part one that was what got me get that that's what that's what led me to tweet hey it's a union gig hooray so i was all excited about that so um so that was step one step two was then okay i've i'm i've got a union project now the question is who can i get because, oh because there's i was still in the mindset of like okay well it is it's it's a union gig but it's still a low budget gig so there's still the very real possibility that you know actors might still say well that's still not enough however one thing that i have learned and i should have known from the beginning and that i would like to make very clear to everyone is that most voice actors well known they are no matter how you know big they might be with the exception of like some of the bigger bigger names obviously they just want to work and they just mm. want to have fun and like if you're basically saying hey look i i want you to be in this little game it's two hours you're not even going to be here the full two hours because i know you're professional you get through it you know it's x amount of money they'll say yes because they want to work like i basically wanted in my game from classic adventure games of the 90s i wanted I, I got people who i knew had home studios people who i knew had experience working in adventure games or at, at the very least narrative games so that you understand how like branching dialogue and all that works and then i was like well let me get people who i i whose work i'm familiar with and i like so then that way i also don't have to do auditions i can just say hey you want to be in my game and if they say yes great 
great, fantastic. <laughs> now I did, I did uh, because there are several characters, like as you can see the companions of several different backgrounds and stuff, I did find a, a very good resource, which is a, um, an open list of uh, voice actors, both union and non-union, but I was able to filter out the union ones who are uh, of different backgrounds, you know, different ethnicities, different um, sexual orientations, gender identities, et cetera. And I was able to find a lot of people through that. Um, some people through that, actually. Um, and yeah, I, I was able to just like put together this list. And I thought, okay, well, I'll be very lucky if like maybe four or five say yes. And they all said yes. And I was just taken aback. And I'm super excited to work with them. And I'm even more excited to tell you who they are. So yeah that now well, definitely no no but actually oh. what 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 you said about asking people because i had the same experience oh yeah, yeah. that was the other with, thing yeah with uh well with you and a few others when i first started this podcast because when i first met you and uh livu bor at uh, adventure x and dave gilbert and got a spooky doorway and um and I was a fan of your games beforehand and i just asked you guys i said hey i'm thinking of starting a podcast if i do would you uh, like to uh, appear? And again, you all said yes. Yeah. And then when, when you first, you were my first guest, the first Why person I no? asked. <laughs> well, I thought you guys don't know me. Like, I'm. Why, why would you say yes? I'm thinking. Yeah, well, that, I mean, that's what I thought too. I was like, I'm just a little indie guy in his basement. Why would these people say yes? But they said yes. And they're they're apparently, according to their age. Oh, because that's another thing. You have to deal with agents with the union. Oh, yeah. Well. Okay, but that's why yeah. I hired a casting director to deal with that for me. So, you know, there's also <laughs> well, that. But, well, yes. Uh, so, yeah. well, we shall find out. But yeah, the point I want to make is that I felt yeah. the same with you guys. You all said yes. If you had said no to me back then, chances mm -hmm. are this podcast would not exist. And yeah. I think a lot of people would be happier for it. No, I'm kidding. I hope not. Oh. <laughs> but actually, when I spoke to you, I, I hadn't even prepared a podcast. After I spoke with you and a few others, then... I was thinking, I guess I better learn how to do a podcast. And yeah, I learned well, a little bit, but yeah. uh, but, uh, but yeah, to that point, actually, just a, one quick last thing. Uh, absolutely. Was, Go ahead. When I was speaking to the union representative about this, um, she told me she was like, you know, you're the first like small indie developer who's asked about this. And I was like, that's crazy, because I guess like everyone else, I people thought, you know, oh, this this low budget thing is for like indie games, but bigger budget studios with like a team or whatever, like it's totally out of reach. But it's not, you know, I mean, and I say this full disclosure with the backing, the financial backing of a publisher, but our voice acting budget is about $17,000, which if you think about it, if you're kickstarting your game or it's... whatever, that's not that much. And for the for the talent that I got, you know, that's you, it can be done. So so take my take my story to heart, all you indie developers out there. You too, absolutely <laughs> you too can can reach for the stars, literally the stars, and <laughs> oh. and get them in your game. So. Yeah, abs absolutely. That if you ask, then you know you never know. For I think it's great advice. For uh, for other indie developers out there, uh, well, again, very quickly, Kini Games asks: Did any of the union VAs know you and your games? Uh, uh, I don't think so. No, <laughs> they didn't know me from Adam. So the fact that they said yes was even more impressive. So, yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> uh, shall we? Ryan Stone says, "I'm very excited for this stream." And All right, uh, Sean Ryan D says, uh, "To feel like they're at the Academy Awards." Oh, geez. is it because <laughs> we're taking too long? <laughs> 
three well, hours later yeah okay it's this guy i mean may- maybe someone will want to give us a slap but <laughs> oh no oh god no no well let's start out i shouldn't we are live i keep forgetting that i shouldn't uh i should not no, say anything fine. controversial uh anyway let's get to it then there we go. so oh well so francisco I believe we're going to go over to you and as let i said me, I, let me share my screen hold on yes as i said i, I don't prepared. know if you've just joined us, you haven't missed out yet. We are going to see. Uh, oh, there we go. There we go. All right. So my question is, is Lucy Phonic in the chat? Because Lu- I know Lucy Phonic has been very, very excited. <clears throat> excuse me. Very, very excited about this and actually has a, a scorecard of her guesses to see if she if she's right. <laughs> okay. Well, we shall see. For everyone else... Uh, Make sure you can uh, make guesses as well to see. But um, actually, as a quick aside before I start, one thing I thought was really funny when I first announced that I was going union is most people were like, oh, my God, does that mean you have like Keanu Reeves and Tom Cruise and all these celebrities? And it's like, no, 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 that's not that's not how it works. (laughs) KCCCC guesses Ivy Dupler. Well, KCCC, I was going to go alphabetically, but since you said it, you're right. Ivy Dupler is one of the voice actors in Rosewater. Surprise. Wow. Well, that that is great because uh, you may know Ivy from Lamplight City and many other games. And yes, uh, Ivy is actually not currently a union actor, but one of the things, one of the misconceptions that I had um, going into this is that if you went union, everybody in your game had to be union, but that is not the case. In actuality, there is a thing called a Taft-Hartley agreement, which is basically the first step for somebody to get into the union. Um, and basically, it's a one-time freebie if you're not in the union to work on a union project. Now, if you want to, after you do that, huh. do another, be in another union project, then you have to join the union. But... Every every non-union actor is allowed their one Taft Hartley freebie to uh, to be in a project. So so actually, while we're on that, let's go. Let's move along and let's let's start with the people you probably already know from my previous games. Okay. So I was going to go alphabetically, as I said, but this is more <laughs> interesting. So let's skip down this way and see <laughs> who else who else do we have? Oh yes. Andy Manjuk, who you may recognize also from all of my games. Andy played uh, in A Golden Wake. He was several characters. He played Denby in Shard Light. Oh. Uh, Andy was uh, also in Lamplight City. He played several roles in that. He was Cormac the Sewer Worker in Case 4. He was... (laughs) um, Who else was he? He was... uh, he was the boxer guy whose name I can't remember right now. Bunkeridge. <laughs> That's right, Ned Bunkeridge. Uh, KCCC says a cameo from me. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm not <laughs> doing. I'm not doing any cameos in this game because I did not want to sign a Taft Hartley. What if I want to be in an actual union project? I'm not going to waste my Taft Hartley on a two second cameo. <laughs> anyway, we do. We do have some some uh, previous Grunislav game. Uh, alum and for the third one we've got ben Britton, who played none other than miles fordham in lamplight yes uh he was also gus in shard light that was the first time i worked with him and so yeah this is these are all of their actually i think andy's this is andy's joining the union because of this game 
but um yeah ben Britton is uh oh that's right andy was also in uh, yeah andy has been in several uh he was also in kathleen i believe and in whispers of a machine um as was ivy and uh ben Britton. so yeah that's uh this is basically our, you know, these people from other Grunislav games people. So let's start off. Who is playing our main character? Who is playing Harley Legere? Mm. Well, that is, that is Maya Murphy. And Maya is interesting because Maya has done one video game, Strangeland. She was in Strangeland most recently. That was her big video game debut. Um, but I actually met Maya at a voiceover here in New York several years ago and our first interaction was she gave me literally her nerd card she had a business card which she had labeled as her nerd card and she was like, <laughs> i love adventure games i want to be in an adventure game i really want to be a voice actor in an adventure game and so i was like all right i'll keep you in mind and when i made this game or i started working on this game i was like oh this is who i want as harley so i've been dangling this carrot in front of her for so long i felt so bad because it took so long to get everything together but I'm finally happy to say that, you know, she can, she's in the game. Did, so. did, she, did she know you and your previous games before as well? Uh, or was she aware? I'm not sure. I think so. I want to say so. Maybe. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Uh, well, <laughs> it's fine. just curious. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, she's but, cool. Um, all right. So now, now let's go in alphabetical order. So our first reveal is GK Bose, who is going to be playing Nadine Redbird. So GK, I found her through that list I mentioned before of, um... oh, Maya, there she is. She's in the chat. Hello, you did. Excellent. Thank you. Hello, Maya. Hello, it is I in the chat. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> All right, so GK Bose, I found through the list I mentioned. Hello, Maya. <laughs> of actors of, uh, of different ethnicities and backgrounds. And GK has actually been in uh, several video games. She's in Street Fighter V. Um, I don't remember who she plays. But if you look her up on IMDb, she's in a lot of, uh, in a lot of stuff. Um, we have cool. Greg Chun, who uh, he has also been in lots of video games. He plays uh, Yagima in the Judgment games. And he was also the main character in squid game he was the voice of the dubbed uh really yeah he was the the dubbed voice of the main character in the english version. wow <laughs> that's yeah. that's pretty impressive yeah yeah funny story actually one of the reasons i knew he would be on board was because there's another actor in this game who does a weekly uh question chat thing and i snuck in and i said hey guys he had he had greg on as his guest and i was like what do you guys uh what do you guys think of, uh, oh, by the way, Neviklink guessed Greg Chun correctly in one of my streams several weeks ago, but I didn't acknowledge it because I was being sneaky. So well done. <laughs> so you were um, like, mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so this guy, so this actor had Greg Chun on and I snuck in and was like, what do you guys think of, you know, how do you guys prefer working in indie AAA? What's that like? Like, what do you think of the low budget agreement? And they both were like, oh, it's great. I would never turn down a union job. So I was like, great. That means I got both of you. <laughs> So I did. So I got Greg. And the other actor in question is Dave Fenoy. Who you oh, made. I know him. Yeah. You well, made... I don't know him. I've never met him. Well, but... <laughs> you know who he is. See? Yeah. So Dave Fenoy, who uh, is in, uh, who is Lee from The Walking Dead as his most famous 
Uh, oh, and he, he's fantastic. He's... Yeah, he's great. And he also, he's one of the people who was in old adventure games because he played the shopkeeper in King's Quest VI. He played, really? He was in Leisure Suit Larry VI as a lifeguard. He was Captain uh, uh, King Andre in Curse of Monkey Island. You may remember the smuggler who has that wow. laugh that Guyver says, could you please stop laughing like that? So yeah, Dave Fenoy has been around for a really long time. And uh, he's, a, he's a cool guy and I'm excited to... to oh, well, that's fantastic. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I mean, his, his portrayal of, of Lee is... Uh, it's, I mean, it's one of the main reasons why I love that game. I've played, I think, The Walking Dead season one about three times now. Yeah. And each time I still love it. And again, just to, anyway, we're not here to talk about The Walking Dead, but Dave Fenoy, well, fantastic actor. While we're talking about The Walking Dead, there's two other people from The Walking Dead who I got as well. And those wow. are Gavin Hammond, who plays Kenny in The Walking Dead. Oh, wow. And Sissy Jones, who plays. Wow. And also is Delilah in Firewatch. Yeah, that's. Now, yeah, so so these were really cool. So, by the way, uh, Gavin Hammond is going to be playing Gentleman Jake. And G.K. Bose, I don't know if I mentioned before, is going to be playing Nadine Redbird. So we've got some some main characters there. So, uh, yeah. Um, wow. So, again, this is like almost like a Walking Dead game reunion. Yeah, kind of, kind of. <laughs> I definitely got a few Telltale people in there. Um, but it, it might help because they've worked with each other before. Yeah. They just sort of probably help with the chemistry because I know, um, you know, so, wow, no, that's, that's great. That's... Yeah, no, you're telling me. And, like, I'm telling you, I'm getting excited again because we're not even, <laughs> like, getting to the amazing well i mean these are all amazing they're people. all amazing yeah why just more yeah it just gets better, and if, better. If, if this was the the cast uh i mean this would be really good enough trust yeah. me i mean but we've one two three four five six seven eight nine wait one two three four five six seven eight yeah i've only shown you nine there's 22 so buckle in there's lots buckle more in, people we've got more hope <laughs> <laughs> Wow, Jesus. We have many is... more coming in. This is going to be an adventure game voice actor. <laughs> group. Yes, yes, probably. All right, so back to the uh, alphabetical. So Chris Shula. Chris Shula, who is actually also my casting director, who is also the guy who is mainly responsible for getting me uh, talking with the union. Um, I met Chris at GDC several years ago and sort of struck up a conversation and a friendship with him. And so he has helped quite a lot. Um, he's done a lot of work with Earplay, which is the company that Dave Grossman founded for like audio dramas and stuff. But he is also, if you've played Fallout New Vegas, he's pretty much the voice of all the ghouls in that game, including the ghoul stand-up comedian. And he was also, I believe, in Fallout 76 as some ghouls. He's, he works with Bethesda a lot. Wow. Um, and uh, yeah, he's also the casting director and he's going to be in the game. So that's exciting. Oh, well, well, thank um, you, Chris. I'm yeah, sure we can all Chris. thank you for getting and, this amazing cat or helping to get. Yeah. And actually, I should. It's easier to announce who isn't in it. Uh, <laughs> I should also, while we're here, announce or mention the other person that I said was very much instrumental in getting this uh, low budget game agreement going, which is Sarah El Male who you may recognize from uh, Gone. She was the voice at the very beginning of Gone Home uh, on the answer. Oh, wow. She's also the main character in uh, that Bioware game. At, what's it, what was it called? Oh, geez. I'm blanking. The one that didn't that not everyone was excited about. <laughs> Anthem. That's it. Anthem. Oh, she right. <laughs> Um, but she also, before she moved out to LA and went union, she did some work with Wajidai as well. She was actually, she actually had two very small parts in a golden wake, but she was, she was Anna in resonance. 
And she was uh, one of the robots in Primordia as well. Oh, so, wow. But Sarah is very, very active in the union and she's very much uh, an advocate for the union and for, you know, making the connections between developers and the union. So, uh, so yeah, she basically was instrumental in getting this low budget agreement put together. So, oh, well, again, thank you, Sarah. Yeah, thank you, Sarah. <laughs> and I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward because I haven't worked with her since the Golden Wake, which was 2014. So I'm looking forward to actually like working with her on substantial roles. Mm. All right. Are you ready for a big one? Go. I mean, I've already did been blown you, away, but did you play Red Dead Redemption 2? No, I but I actually did an even nerdier thing. I watched it on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> so I, right. I am aware, yes. All right. So you're aware of Red Dead Redemption 2. I mean, the only reason I, I didn't got, play it is because oh I wow, got, sorry. I got Roger Clark, Arthur Morgan himself. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that <laughs> so Arthur Roger himself. Clark. Roger himself agreed to be in my game. He's actually the first one we're recording on the 16th at 9 a.m. So that's going to be fun. And I've actually, I'm going to have him be playing an Irish character. So <laughs> can, can, can he do the reference. Irish accent? He can. He's actually, he's actually Irish American. Like, he oh, still of course has, he is. When he speaks, he has his natural Irish accent. So, wow. Okay. Yeah. No, but the, re the reason I ask is because uh, I'm sure you're aware that I think the, the yeah. Irish and the Scottish accents are probably the most butchered accents. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. But look, I, I trust you. I trust Chris and I trust Roger. Yeah, so, well, wow. Well, I mean, yeah. of course, Roger. Uh, I mean, it's, so if, Arthur, you listen to interviews, if you listen to interviews with Roger, it's his normal speaking voice. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, the, the chat are, um, are excited the chat as well. Seems excited. You think that's a huge get, Amy? Wait till you see this next one. Let me ask you a question, uh, Shorsha. Have you have you uh, have you played a little game called? Oh, have you? Did you when you were a child? Did you ever watch the Ninja Turtles? Yes, they're okay. my favorite. Who was your favorite turtle? Oh man, uh, I liked all. I hope the right. I hope I get the right answer now. Uh, well, no. I, I liked them all. I'm going to say Mike. Michelangelo? Okay. Is that the right answer? Yeah, Mike, Michelangelo is a good one. Michelangelo was the Who's... party dude. Okay, um, if, if not uh, Leonardo? I liked Leonardo. That was my favorite, actually. Okay, um, or Raphael? Donatello? But did you, let me ask you, did you play a little game called Freddy Farkas Frontier Pharmacist? Uh, unfortunately, no, but I'm aware of it. I've seen some okay. streams of it as well. How about, how about Metal Gear Solid? Yes. Yes, okay. I played at least the first two, and then I again okay. I saw streams of the third. I've so seen you, streams you know, of all of them, but I played. You're familiar with uh, with uh, with a character called Liquid Snake. Yes. Yeah. So Cam Clark is in my wow. game. Wow. Played Leonardo and also plays Liquid Snake and played Freddy Farkas. And wow. I, <laughs> I can't believe I got him, but he said yes, and I'm very happy about that. Wow! So, congratulations. So yeah, Freddy Farkas, Liquid Snake. Yeah. Many. Wow, no, that's fantastic. 460 credits on IMDb. So, so yeah. Wow, that's amazing. Just... He's, a, he's a very prolific voice actor. And I, I mean, I mean I if you're not careful, this could be like the most awesome group of actors. in the chat is screaming, brother. I actually have not played Metal Gear Solid, so I don't know. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it's, it's a pretty amazing game. I mean, a lot of cutscenes, and it does get weird. But again, the voice acting in that is oh, is remarkable. It's it's yeah. truly remarkable. It's yeah. yeah, wow. Yeah. All right. So, 
we still got uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine people left. All right. Oh, I, I don't want this to end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So next we've got playing Danny. We've got Matt Yang King, who is another actor I found via the uh, via the the list I mentioned. Now I had not I was not familiar with his work, but he has played Liu Kang in Mortal Kombat 11, and he also played Carrie Uridine in Cyberpunk 2077, which is why when you brought the game up, <laughs> I mentioned that. Um, he has done he's done. A, a bit more in the AAA space uh, of video games, but I'm excited to have him on board. Um, so moving Fantastic. on. Uh, yeah. So as Phil, we've got Christian Lands, who I also found via the same list. And Christian has done some video games, but he's mostly done a lot of animation and stuff. He seems to be the Antonio Banderas sound alike because he's played Puss in Boots in all of the like direct-to-video Shrek sequels. <laughs> wow and, yeah or like I, the Puss in Boots spin-offs I, f- I feel oh. like I'm just saying wow a lot yeah. to, to oh, how do you think I felt when everyone said yeah I was like wow 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 okay great so look you never know unless you ask people it's exactly absolutely the, the, I mean the worst that can happen is either they say no or yeah. they don't get back to you but hey exactly, <laughs> exactly. so and, and yeah nobody said no which is amazing yeah so, excited to have both of them on board. Then we've got Sal Lopez, who also has not done very many video games, who I also found via this list. But when I looked him up, I realized he was in Grim Fandango. He played Salvador Limones, the, what? the revolutionary wow. leader in Grim Fandango. So if you've played Grim Fandango, you've heard Sal I, Lopez. I, I think and I should actually, do... Funny story about him. He... Uh, was the one out of all of the actors that I cast, I wasn't sure if he had a home studio or not. And so I asked, uh, when the agent got back, they were like, oh, you should ask him for a, for a test to see the quality of his studio. So I asked for a test and he sent me a test, which great audio quality, but it's him reading a soap label but it is the most professional reading of a soap label label I've ever heard in my entire life because he reads it at normal volume. He, he gets very loud. He gets very quiet. And, you know, just to show off the range of like what, how loud his studio sounds and stuff, but it was like this. And I was like, this is why I'm, this is why I'm paying union people because they have the experience to do this, right? So that was, that was really funny. All right, I think so, I should do like an Owen Wilson. Wow. And I can't do it well, but just to wow. change it up a bit. Wow. Yeah. yeah you're, you're better than me at this. So. <laughs> All right. So we've got Vivian Liu, who also I found off of the list. And Vivian has done some video games, but again, I, nothing that you maybe would, maybe she has, I don't know, nothing I was familiar with, but I listened to her demo reel and she's, she sounds really good. So um, I believe she has some credits of like additional voices and stuff like Spider-Man, Miles Morales and stuff like that. <clears throat> Along with GK Bose actually, <laughs> who that's why I put Spider-Man, Miles Morales in my little collage. Um, next up, we've got another, another actor who I found on this list, Melissa Medina, who has done quite a few things. She's actually gonna be in Return to Monkey Island, according to IMDb. She's playing a character called Putra in uh, Return to Monkey Island. But uh, yeah, she, she also um, 
had a cool demo reel and I got in touch with her and was like, Hey, uh, you want to be in this game? She was like, sure. So that's cool. Holds out hope for Jason Cryer being in the cast. I'm sorry, Amy. I'm going to have to disappoint you. We must hear the reading now. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if I can share audio on here. I do. I still have it, but I don't know. Anyway, all right. Well, we can try it if you wanted to. <laughs> we, could. we could try. Maybe afterwards. Yes. So Edmundo was asking if the character, the voice in the trailer was going to be in the game. And yes, Amelia Tyler, who is the narrator in Baldur's Gate 3 and has been in many other games as well. Um, she is the voice of the character in the trailer, and she is also going to be playing the same character in the game, along with a couple of others. So create a script in which all these people play their best known characters all in one big goofy conversation. <laughs> well, I would do that if we were recording together, but unfortunately we're not. So yeah. Also, Amy mentioned earlier in the chat that uh, hey, turns out that uh, everyone in the chat is going to be a voice actor in the <laughs> in the game. So. Kind of feels that way now, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, so three more. We've got Bill Ratner, who, if you watched GI Joe in the '80s, he played Flint in GI Joe. He's also been in a lot of. Uh, he's also in Mass Effect. He plays uh, Ambassador Udina or mm, yes, in Mass Effect. Uh, but most importantly, he plays the narrator in King's Quest VI. So Alexander pulls out his magic <laughs> man. That's Bill Ratner. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So have I told who's playing Harley? Yes. Maya Murphy is next to Bill Ratner there. Maya Murphy is playing Har Harley. Um, so yeah, so we've got Bill Ratner. That's cool. This one was great because I didn't think he would say yes, but he did. Neil Ross. Neil Ross, you may know him if you've played adventure games. He is the narrator in the Leisure Suit Larry series. He's the narrator in Freddy Farkas. He plays Wally in Monkey Island. Oh, um, Wall oh Wally. Yeah, Wally, well. the cartographer, yes. Poor so, Wally. <laughs> yeah, poor Wally. Poor Wally. Um and so, yeah, he said yes. So I'm real excited about that, too. He was also shipwrecked in G.I. Joe back in the day and in Transformers. So he has some real cart 80s cartoon chops. And finally, last but not least, playing Lola Johnson, we've got Leilani Jones-Wilmore, who has been in several adventure games. She played Malia Getty in Gabriel Knight. Wow. Played, but most notably, she played the voodoo lady and Carla the Swordmaster in the Monkey Island games. She was also in uh, The Dig as uh, Cora Miles at the very beginning. So, so there you go. I'm not that... even unpleasant. There you go. Yes. <laughs> plays. I did. He plays. Oh, Neil. Oh, 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 yes. Tom. Neil is going among the many characters that Neil is going to play is Doc Sedgwick who is the town doctor in Rosewater, who has the best walk cycle in the whole game. <laughs> and Tom is a very avid fan of the walk cycle. So now you know Neil Ross will be playing Doc Sedgwick. There you wow. go. Wow. Oh, that's, I mean, that's an incredible cast. And yeah, right? I, I actually know some of, some of the um, voice actors. And, you know, because even if I didn't know them, I'm sure they're pretty good anyway. There. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, even if you had some, like, just two or three or one of these that would be 
That's you know, what a I great said. coup. That, <laughs> when I had my list, I was like, oh, I, you know, if a few of these say yes, I'll be in, I'll be great. But they all said yes. So, oh, well, congratulations. You must Thank tell you. us how, how you, uh, how you convince people to, to, to appear in your project or could, how, or how, you know, you might let other um, developers know because that's an incredible. Well, uh, I will tell you the secret. The secret is getting, get a casting director who says, <laughs> hey, I would like so-and-so in this project. Are they interested? And they'll say yes or they won't. <laughs> that's my experience. No, but that's that, that's fantastic. And yeah. uh, I mean, some of these, as we mentioned, you've worked with before, uh, you know, like Ivy Dupler and Ben Britton. Yes, uh, and Ivy, no, it is not Aaron's walk. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, hello, Ivy. <laughs> uh, yes, I didn't realize you were in the chat. I, you are, you know, again, she's been fa fantastic in just any role. Whispers of a Machine, I would encourage people to play that as well, uh, if you haven't. And But even just those would be, you know, really good enough. But then, you know, Dave Fennoy, Gavin Hammond, Sissy Jones, Walking Dead reunion, and then... So then again, remind us if you can, first of all, the people who have appeared in Adventure Games. Um, not that they're more important, right? Just so oh. that we're... So the people uh, that I got based on having appeared in LucasArts or Sierra games were Cam Clark, who, as I mentioned, was Freddie Farkas. He was also in yes. Quest for Glory 4. He played a few characters in Quest for Glory 4. Um, Dave Fenoy, as I mentioned, he was in uh, King's Quest 6 and Leisure Suit Larry 6, and he was in Curse of Monkey Island. Uh, I guess, well, Gavin Hammond and Sissy Jones kind of count because they were in Telltale games. They weren't in... Yeah. Like but Leilani Jones Wilmore obviously was also in you know she was the voodoo lady and and um and whatnot and Neil Ross and Bill Ratner Neil Ross was in Freddie Farkas he was also in King or Quest for Glory 4 he was also in uh King's Quest 6 in a very small role Bill Ratner was in King's Quest 6 uh so yeah I guess the and Sal Lopez I don't know if we mentioned oh right right yeah Sal Lopez <laughs> right, right Sal Lopez was in Grim Fandango so yeah Cam Clark Sal Lopez Dave Fenoy Bill Ratner Neil Ross and Leilani Jones those are the six that were in classic fantastic yes. no that's really an incredible I mean look uh, I mean I've already believed that the game will be good at least now we know for sure the game is going to sound good there's no way well, it can't yeah. there yeah. is I mean the game might be crap but at least it'll sound good. <laughs> everything even the writing now we're kidding but yeah, well, even if they read everything else wasn't good which it will be I'm sure at least we know for certain that the game will sound good with these amazing uh, voice actors though again huge congratulations Thank on uh, getting this and again for people who just joined us uh, again was it roger clark who was uh arthur morgan there have been other That's people right. yes, um arthur morgan. and greg chun who was uh, the voiceover in the or the dub version of squid game yes apparently um, actually i think greg chun apparently was also in the leisure suit larry one reloaded remake he played oh, wow. bartender so he does have some adventure game yeah <laughs> well, Kitty Game said, uh, you, you, sh you should make a guess who minigame using yeah, the screen. <laughs> I should. I should. We could have had portraits and then uh, <laughs> yeah, a shooting but, gallery. <laughs> but now, and have you begun to work with any of these actors? Uh, have you already begun the, the voice acting? No, no. As I, as I mentioned, our first session is mm. on the 16th with Roger Clark. Okay, so yeah, wow, he's I, the first person. The first one, yeah. Actually, I'm uh the he start he's on the 16th, and then the next couple of weeks I'm gonna be recording all the characters that appear in the demo 
because I'm going to be releasing an updated demo with voiceover for the Steam Next Fest on October 3rd. So, yeah, there'll be Fantastic. a new voiceover from these lovely people. <laughs> so make sure to check it out when it happens. Yeah, no, fa- fantastic. No, it's it. It's yeah. fantastic uh, cast of characters, and yeah, yeah I really I like to reveal. Good. Yeah, good. I'm glad. I hope this was. I hope this was worth it. The worth the hype for everybody. Yeah, I I, I think so. And dental. <laughs> I mean, I was not expecting. Just uh, just when we spoke and we said, yeah, we do this. I was like, okay. And I now I was actually hoping that I would know some of them, but yeah, I think I know most of them. Okay. Which uh, and yeah, all all of them fantastic actors. Uh, so again, congratulations! And now, um, again, I know you've worked with uh, actors before, but I was just talking to the lead voice actor in Nine. Well, I wasn't just a few months ago in the lead voice actor in Nine War Lives, which uh, has just been released. Um, and he talked about how the developer Silvernote Games how they work together, that they're collaborative, and that uh, you know they kind of got them invested and that it wasn't just like uh, another job for them. So mm-hmm. how, how do you, I mean, you said you enjoyed voice work as well. Dave Gilbert yeah. has mentioned that. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, I mean, well, I don't know, are you going to be, you mentioned you have a casting director as well. So how involved are you going to be in the recording sessions, I guess? And what's oh, your uh, I mean, process? 100%. I'm going to be the one that's sitting there. Oh, perfect. Yeah. And <laughs> what, how do you work with the, will it change now with these voice actors? Uh, or will it will the process still be the same? Or what is your no, process working the with process? You? I mean, it's like I mentioned, it's remote, so it's going to be like this over Zoom. But, <laughs> uh, but aside from that, it's basically just going to be the same thing. You know, we'll have a little chat beforehand. We'll just get into it, and then you know, I'll direct them as needed. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh... it sounds simple, but it's I mean, <laughs> sure, there's more to it. Yeah, if it's a professional actor the the hope is that you have to do very little directing because they they get into it and they they kind of get as long as you tell them you know what the the essence of the character is mm. you know it's best to just let them do their thing and then you know if they pronounce something wrong or something then you can step in and say actually it's this oh okay yeah but <laughs> you never want to be like no say it this way <laughs> nobody likes a director like that Right, yeah, you're doing it wrong. You're, yeah, exactly. You're terrible. That's not how I hear it in my head. You're ruining my vision. Yeah. And and if so, somebody has, uh, if one of these actors has an idea in the past when you've uh, directed, um, you know, would, would you go along with uh, the idea, see how that goes? Sure. Or, yeah. There's no reason not to. I mean, yeah. It's always, that's the fun part of it. That's, you know, is you write it, but then you don't have to be precious about it. Like, you give it to the actors and they play with it and they can, you know, if they have an idea, it's always good to listen. Cool. Uh, well, in, in the chat as well, uh, I believe Keita McKellar-Zaret, again, apologies if I get the pronunciation wrong. I, I've been known to be terrible at pronunciation, especially of names, but uh, they say that Cam was also in Beneath the Steel Sky and one of my childhood faves, Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. I really have to... I really want to watch that. <laughs> I, I really, really. Island, yeah, that was that was a good one. Um, well, uh, Kinney Games asks, do you play each actor the lines their character is responding to if they've already been recorded? 
No, I've always wanted to, but it's just, it would take so much effort and organization mm. to queue up. I just read them the lines if they need it. Cause a lot of times they don't, they can just read it. And, you know, they see like the scripts that I generate have the lines that they're playing opposite grayed out. So if they want to like skim it and see what the context of the conversation is, then yeah. And sometimes I'll read it to them and we'll go through it, but it's quicker usually if they just read the lines. So so no, I know some some people do that. Like there's a guy named Mark Estill who works in London who has like this whole, you know, he like plays the voice actor's music and like he'll turn the lights down and like the music in the scene, for example, and he'll have like the dialogue queued up. But that's a professional setup. I don't have that. I'd love okay. to do it. But yeah, oh, maybe yeah. maybe in the future. Maybe someday, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'd love to have like, you know, ensemble recording where everyone's in the same room at the same time. But unfortunately, that's just... Not possible, not yeah. Practical. I mean, well, it's possible. It's just not practical because, you know, you're paying for a two-hour session and you want to get as many lines done as possible. So if you have, you know, four people in one two-hour session, they're each getting paid for a two-hour session. They're not necessarily going to get through all their lines because they have to wait for the other person to read through all their lines too. So, you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Now, I am going to name drop, but there's a point to it. Uh, Rolf Saxon, you may have heard of him when he played, yeah. played George Stobart. Uh, I spoke with him a couple of years ago. He was very kind. Again, I was like, wow, he agreed to speak to me. And I went through an agent as well, like, bloody hell. And he's really, really nice. Uh, he told me that when he recorded for Broken Sword, that that's how Charles Cecil records that the different actors in the same room. Um, and it worked for them. But uh, again, I'm, I imagine mostly for voice uh, over like this, it is you know, one after the other. Yeah. Uh, because as you just mentioned, it would be uh, very difficult otherwise. Um, yeah. If anybody has questions, keep them coming in. Uh, now, I don't know if you need to be somewhere, Francisco, but no, we'll, uh, I'm here uh, working in my basement. Who is Blar Bihar says, are you also the voiceover engineer? And I responded, yes, I am. Oh, yep. Yeah, you've already. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you talking about Rolf Saxon. So I, I know. Yeah, I know. Uh, of course, always good to mention uh, talking about Rolf uh, Saxon. But uh, yeah, I mean, now you just need Rolf and uh, Dominic Armato. In the, no, you don't actually need him because all of these people yeah. are just as amazing. It's, um, you know, f fantastic. Mm. Um, I did uh, do uh, some editing. Amy asks if I did live engineering on stream. Uh, I did editing for Lamplight City. I didn't do the the engineer. I didn't like live stream the recording process, but I did um, edit the uh, you know cut up the the recorded dialogue on stream. And I'll probably do that again for this. Um, just I mean, if it's at all entertaining, I imagine it's I imagine it's not because it's just listening to the same line over and over and over again <laughs> until I get it you know, edited correctly. But if people are interested, I might do a uh, one or two voice editing. Uh, okay. Down the line. Uh, and uh, do you plan on adding uh, any bloopers or commentary for Rosewater? Yeah, or I'll do that... a commentary. If there are any bloopers, I'll Yeah, there might not be any. <laughs> there might not be any. They're so professional, you know. I just... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if there's uh, anything funny, I'll put it in. Sure. Yeah, no, fantastic. And I suppose this is a silly question because you've worked with some amazing people already, but uh, how do you feel personally now when you get to work with these people? 
I'm um, super excited. Like, I still can't believe that these people, I'm still waiting for them to be like, oh, sorry, never mind. I, I, no, actually, no. So, yeah, I'm just like over the moon that I'm going to be able to work with some of these people because, well, all of them really, but yeah. like some of them, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm trying to figure out how not to like become a, dumb fanboy am <laughs> clark and be like look i've got my i still i have my leonardo figure over there <laughs> i have to try and not be like look i've got my leonardo so i have to maintain a veneer of professionalism <laughs> but it's going to be difficult i'll tell you yeah that. no the, no the, this is it's, it's the same for me when i speak with you guys with you know developers that it's uh you know it's like oh my god first of all speaking with you know you and dave and you know charles and whoever oh my god ah! and i'm like yes this is uh you know i'm professional really yeah, i mean <laughs> the thing that you have to remember is that they're they're just regular people and they're just working. absolutely like, yeah yeah and like you know you attribute you 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 attach this sense of like awe to them because they've done stuff that you really like but at the end of the day, like I said, they're just, you know, they're just like you and me. So, yeah, they're cool, but it's like, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, asks, yep. can I say who Cam Clark is playing? I could, but it doesn't really make sense. I'll just say this. You will hear him in the demo. So look out for that. <laughs> okay. Uh, and... Oh, I'm trying to think of any more questions uh, because I think you've kind of gone through everything that, you know, who they played before. Mm -hmm. um, I, I'm sure that there probably are, but are there still people who you would like to work with in future who are, I mean, maybe oh, not. Sure. <laughs> sure, sure. I mean, one of the people that I was trying to get that I didn't bother asking because I was like, oh, no, she's... Uh, you know, she asks for like five times normal salary on regular gigs. It was Jennifer Hale. Who yes. Obviously, you know, everyone knows who Jennifer Hale is, but she's, she's one of those like top tier, like, you know, like Nolan North or Troy Baker types. Who right. Are, yeah. I mean, they, you never know. Like you say, you never know unless you ask, but in this case, I decided not to ask because whatever, but yeah, you know, I I was convinced Cam Clark was going to say no, but he said yes right away. So, you never know. Yeah, I mean, um, it's already. Um... If I'm already sold on buying the game, should I avoid the demo in order to stay <laughs> spoiler free? Um, I mean, there's not really a ton of spoilers in the demo. The demo is really just like the very first part of the game. Um, if you want to go in as a completely fresh experience, then maybe you might want to skip it, but. I mean, there's nothing really in the demo that would ruin the game for you, except the problem with demos is, you know, if you've played it once, you already know what it is. But the good thing is that the main puzzle in the demo has three different solutions. So if you play the demo, you can play different. Yeah, you could decide to be a jerk. If you don't normally play as a jerk, you're like, well, this is just a demo. I'll play the jerk path to see what happens and then wait for the full game to play the, the not jerk path. Yeah, I always feel really bad. I mean, I don't think I can even uh, play, even when, and I mentioned this in a review just last time, when I played the game Suzerain, where you're the president of fictional country, mm -hmm. uh, the first time, I played it twice. First time, I tried to be the nice, well, quote-unquote, nice character. I tried to be democratic, change right. country reforms and workers' rights and, uh, you know, and all of that. Now, I ended up, well, I don't think I should give a spoiler. It didn't go well for me, shall, shall we say, in the game. 
And then the second time, I was like, okay, let's let's go full dictator. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and yeah, I mean, it, it was kind of fun in a way. Now, it still didn't end, end well. But even then, I still made some decisions that probably were inconsistent because I felt bad. Like when your wife asked you to support her, I was like, I just can't help not doing it. I, I still feel really bad. So, But yeah, so it's good that you can have different options and uh, in the game as well. So I presume that uh, you'd be recording with, differently with uh, uh, actors, you know, depending on, uh, you know, if you do the jerk path, as you said, or the nice paths, or do you, do you record differently with the actors? Uh, in what sense? So, uh, so you know, where, so do you get them to say things in a different way, maybe? Or... Oh, oh, right. Um, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's different, there's obviously there's different reactions based right. on different things so yeah like yeah yeah sure it'll be like you know the context maybe it's even in the same conversation and i'll have to say like okay well this is the this is what you say if you're if the main character says something mean to you or this is what you say mm. if, you know if they need clarification on that that sort of thing sure but they you know they, they, they that's what stage directions are for and also that's what directing is for because you know you you're there to provide context to these lines sure. that are there a lot sure. of the time so. Uh, well, that's f fantastic news. Um, I don't know if anybody does have any questions, please put them now in the chat before we uh, finish. Uh, I, I suppose, I mean, look, as you said, if you don't ask, you'll never know. I'm that's guessing right. I'm guessing you probably cannot uh, answer yet. You can probably guess what I'm going to ask. I mean, we've already had a number of exclusives already. Is it but... when is the game coming out? How did you guess? I so. don't know. That just seems to be the natural. I can't give you an exact release date because I don't know, but I'm aiming for, let's say, March, April of next year. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, again, there seem to be a number of really good adventure games that are just yeah. coming out. Yeah, you've got plenty now, of so. adventure games to hold you over until then, so don't worry too much. <laughs> but I'm definitely looking forward to this game. So you heard it here First, folks, the twenty sixth of March, twenty twenty three. Oh Jesus! <laughs> Don't hold me to that, please. Oh, how about St. Patrick's Day, seventeenth of March, twenty twenty three? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I have to find uh, some like Wild West themed holiday. If oh you're... yeah, like a talk. You know, Monkey Island coming out to talk to a pirate yeah. day, and maybe it's... I'll invent one. Maybe I'll invent talk like a cowboy day. Yeah. Then... <laughs> but but you know the thing like um you know my, my parents they well they don't play adventure games but they are into westerns you know we were watching westerns over christmas and they love western movies mm. um do you know anybody like any casual gamers maybe who might be interested you know who you've spoken to maybe and it's oh, oh, the western I hope, or i hope that there are lots of them <laughs> <laughs> and i'm really I'm hoping I'm really hoping that, you know, having Roger Clark in this will attract yes. the fans because, you know. Yeah, no, it's fantastic <laughs> that you managed to get him. Yeah. Uh, which, I, I mean, I seem to be repeating myself. So, um, yeah, I don't know. Is there anything else you'd like to mention um, or talk about? No, that's it. Just thank you all for your support. And I hope this was exciting for as exciting for you as it, it was for me. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to stop yeah. sharing my screen now because... <laughs> I'm tired of looking at these people. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'll never be tired of looking at these people, but I am tired of having Photoshop open in my. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, no, that definitely has been really exciting for me. It's a, been the first kind of really, I mean, uh, I don't like to usually do kind of exclusive. First of all, I've never really asked, but mm. uh, secondly, it's when people, 
you know, again, sometimes when people say, oh, it's exclusive, and it's not really an exclusive. Right, yeah. It's, uh, but this time, so you haven't revealed this yet. I mean, now, of course, I'm no, sure you now will. I'm gonna, now I'm going to go and shout it from the rooftops. Absolutely, you, you <laughs> should. But, um, but yeah, so people who are here, you heard it here first. That uh, Club now. Yes. Uh, well, yeah, so well, for, thank you, Francisco. It's great to talk to you again. I mean, I know we have been sporadically in contact for the last few years, but um, you know, it's great to finally talk to you again yeah. after um, the last few years, which uh, have have been interesting to say the least. Yeah, um, and uh, hopefully, there'll be less interesting, um, you, you know, or better. But you yes. you will be at uh, Adventure X now that we know it's going ahead. I, I will be at Adventure X, and there will be a demo of uh, Rosewater at Adventure X, which will be the same demo as the Steam Next Fest demo. So if you don't get a chance to play it during the Steam Next Fest, you can come to Adventure X and play it. Oh, also, also, I will be holding a special raffle at Adventure X. I guess oh. I can exclusively announce this too. If you come Absolutely. X, if you come to Adventure X and you sit down and you play the demo, you will be entered into a drawing both days. And at the end of the day, there will be a drawing. And if you win, you will win. No, he hasn't gone yet. No, he's still here. <laughs> oh, wow. Water box. Oh, it's wow. Empty, but it'll be a rose water box that you can put on your shelf. So. There's some incentive for you to come to Adventure X and uh, play the demo. Absolutely. So there you go. <laughs> wow. So well, I mean, I, I I think a lot of people would love that box, me included. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. So we'll see. Anyway. All right. So cool. Uh, yeah. Amy says I'll have to. More. I'll have to try to find time in between volunteering to do this because mm -hmm. she's volunteering at uh, Adventure X. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I have, well, I can't reveal it yet because it hasn't gone through, but podcast, mm -hmm. keep keep listening to the podcast in the future and, or watching, and I will have also an exclusive uh, relating with the podcast and Adventure X. I can't say it yet uh, publicly. People might guess, but I can't say it yet because it hasn't happened yet. Right. And haven't got uh, official confirmation I can say it. So, but yeah, absolutely. I think, uh, well, I can't <laughs> wait to to meet you and everyone else there and to try the demo and um yeah it'll be a good time i think absolutely and just meet other people as well other people in the chat are saying we'll see you in greenwich electric dragon and uh yeah no that's uh fantastic um so well thank you francisco thank you everyone who has joined us in the chat um now you might be listening to this afterwards i will be putting this up on the podcast afterwards uh it won't be exclusive then but hey you can still listen it'll also be on youtube so you can still send the link to people yeah. And they can see and or hear uh, who the voice cast uh, will be. So, uh, well, yeah. So thank you. And uh, we will see each other very soon. And right. uh, and thank you again. Hope people enjoyed this. If you haven't already, I hope you would subscribe to the podcast. And hopefully we might do more of these. Uh, there will be interviews on the podcast and on YouTube uh, in the future as well. And uh, hopefully, Francisco, you, uh, you appear uh, at some point in the future on the podcast. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah. And if you haven't, if you're in the chat still and you haven't wish listed Rosewater, go to Steam, uh, wish list Rosewater. Yes, that's why we're plugging our things. Uh, wish list Rosewater, play Francisco's previous games if you yes. haven't already. Play City. 
Yes, Lamplight City. It's not a direct sequel, but it's no, but world. you'll get all the references in absolutely Rosewater if you play Lamplight City. So go play Lamplight City if you haven't already. Yeah, no, really enjoy that game. Uh, I believe I said it makes you feel like a real detective, and uh, cool. and yeah, and you also get to punch a racist in the face. Mm. Yes. Uh, one of the best moments I've ever had. <laughs> do do we get to do that? I know in the trade we get to punch some people. Do uh, we punch there's, some? There's no, there's, there's no overt racists in Rosewater. Or people who we want to punch. <laughs> well, yeah, you can punch people, sure, but okay, yeah, <laughs> getting my inner anger and aggression there. Well, sure, she's a former boxer, so there's times where you might choose to take that, you know. Path. <laughs> so yeah, why not? Uh, well, yeah, well, thank you so much, Francisco. And, uh, and yeah, we will chat to people, uh, later. So that was the voice cast announced by Francisco Gonzalez. I uh, hope you enjoyed that. Uh, as I said, it really is an astonishing voice cast in all in one game. Um, and well, we know that the game is going to sound well and, uh, let's face it based on previous experience it's probably going to be a good game i think i can safely say that but we shall see uh but we know it's going to sound well at the very least uh so again huge thank you to francisco gonzalez for uh joining me and i uh, hope to speak to francisco uh closer to the release date of the game which uh hopefully will be sometime in 2023 uh so that's it for this episode still plenty more to come on the podcast um uh what we've had before we've had if you haven't uh, seen it, a roundtable discussion with uh, Silvernode Studios, the developers of Nine More Lives, and Pontus Wittenmark, the developer of Justin Wack and the Big Time Hack. Um, I will also be uploading another interview I did with uh, Pontus Wittenmark, uh, which was also live, and you can also see that, as well as the voicecast exclusive from Francisco on our YouTube channel. Um, but that will be up as a podcast interview for those of you who prefer to listen to it in audio. And uh, then reviews. Myself, Thomas, and Laura will be reviewing uh, Norco, uh, Siberia the World Before, and of course a little game called Return to Monkey Island. You may have heard of it. And uh, plenty, plenty more to come uh, this year alone and uh, and next year as well. So thank you all for listening. Thank you for your support. And until next time, take care, everyone. Goodbye. <laughs>